The following is a Geek Out Loud special edition podcast. weeks ago, there I am on Facebook, someone sends me a link to uh, a YouTube video, and I'm completely blown away by a group that has officially become my new favorite band. Oh, that's they are Rock Sugar, and we have with us right now the lead singer of said group, Jesse Harnell. Jesse, welcome to Geek Out Loud in the Big Honkin' Show. Uh, Steve, thank you very, very much, man. It's really nice to be here with you, bro. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. I'm, I kid you not, I'm not exaggerating when I say you guys <laughs> are my new favorite band. Well, um, thank you, man. We're we're my old favorite band, so it's really nice to be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I appreciate it. L- l- there, here's the thing. I'm going to go ahead and use the term brilliant. This this oh, this whole concept is brilliant, and usually brilliance comes from either something that you've sat on for years and years and years, some idea that's been sat on for years and years and years, and finally comes to fruition, or it just accidentally happened one day in the studio. How right. did this all How did this all get started? Well, it got started, Steve, basically, because I was like, you know, there's got to be a way, you know, I mean, we've all been in a lot of bands over the years and stuff like that, and I mean, we're huge fans of, of rock and the genre and everything, and I said, there's got to be a way to do something that will attract a lot of people and the people will really like, there'll be a lot of fun that maybe nobody's done before, I said, there's got to be something, I mean, you know, and I just kind of put that out there, and then uh, we happened to be literally on an island, me and uh, Chuck and Alex, our drummer, <laughs> were on an so, island. So you were literally on an island? Yeah, for real, we really were, because we got some weird gig where we were supposed to play four songs a day, and in the meantime, we got to, like, take trapeze lessons and learn how to sail a boat and stuff, so I said, yeah, let's go to That's this. awesome, So, while way. we were there, I thought, what would happen if, like, a hardcore metal band from the 80s got stuck on an island for 20 years, and all they had to listen to were pop records? What would happen to that band? <laughs> and I went to Chuck, and I said, listen, man, I think that it would be really cool if we took, like, everybody's favorite 80s metal riffs, the ones that get people on their feet right away, the ones that everybody knows by heart plays air guitar to and then sang pop songs over the metal riff. I said, <laughs> I think that would awesome. be really, really cool. That is so, so awesome. So he said, okay, and he went away, and he, uh, he came back to me three days later, and he said, listen, I got something for you, and he started playing Don't Stop the Sandman, which is our first single, and it's a combination of Metallica's Enter Sandman with Journey's Don't Stop Believing, and that's the song that's up on YouTube. Yes. the first one, anyway. So it was up on YouTube. And I went, yeah, dude, this is it. We're, we're definitely on to something. So it took us like two and a half years and a lot of work to make this record. The album, Reimaginator, 
uh, which is usually exclusively available at our website, rocksugarband.com. But we took our store down because we're revamping everything, and we're going to put up digital downloads and stuff oh, like nice, that. So it's nice. not, not available today, but it will be available very soon again. Um, the song, the album has 13 songs on it, and in those 13 songs are 34 of everybody's favorite songs, but I guarantee you you've never heard any of them like this before. Uh, it, is, it is amazing, and it's amazing to hear... Um, to be listening through, and, and you think you're just getting two songs kind of mashed up, and then all of a sudden a riff from a whole other song comes on. Yeah, uh, totally. You know, you're listening to something, and all of a sudden you might hear the opening riff from Sweet Child of Mine in yep. there. Uh, there's, there's one place where I swear to God it's the riff. Uh, there, there's, there's a riff from like, uh, oh, my God, what was I listening to earlier? Uh, not Bad Medicine, but something else. But it, it's a whole – I'm just like – these guys, and it's just amazing. It is amazing. Oh, I, well, the I just, more you listen, the more you listen. It's like when you see, you know, one of those movies, bro. When you see it, and if you see it a second or a third time, you go, "Wow, I caught a bunch of stuff." Yes, that I did. yes. You know, it's like that. It the more really you listen, is. We really tried to put in things from all over the place, all over the place. It know? really is. Now, is this something? You've got a huge, extensive voice actor resume on, yes, online, and and so I'm wondering, is this something that you guys are like? Let's just do this for a little while, see if we can make a little money off of it. Or is this something you guys are looking at long term down the road to see, you know, if it takes off? I mean, how, what is, what is your end goal with this whole thing? Well, the thing is, man, you know, <clears throat> I've been really lucky with the voice acting stuff and also the studio singing stuff. I've sang a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, with the studio singer jingles and whatnot and stuff. And I've been very lucky with it, but my first love has always been, you know, singing rock in a band. Yeah. And I just got kind of tired of doing it because it's like, how do you get paid for doing this, man? How's, you know, where, you know, I love doing it, but it's like if you're going to be getting paid $200 to do it, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's nothing but a struggle, then it's like, well, you know, there's got to be a better way. And so I kind of came up with Rock Sugar because I thought this, this is something that people will want to see. This is something that will attract large crowds. So as long as people want us to do it, we're going to be doing it. We're already talking about the second album. And, I mean, it's so amazing because if, if you haven't joined yet, please go to Facebook and uh, join us at Rock Sugar Band because – we're getting more and more friends on there. I don't call them fans. I call them friends because yeah, that's what yeah. it feels like everybody is. And our friends have been successful in doing things like we just got word last week or something that we're going to be playing the Download Festival in England with ACDC. And nice. Yeah, in front of 100,000 people. <laughs> that is we're awesome. Playing, yeah, dude, it's crazy. We're playing this Sunday in Memphis with Vince Neil and like the Goo Goo Dolls and the Stone. Oh, Island. I wish I could get up to Memphis. I'm down in Georgia. I wish I could get up there. Oh, I wish you could too, man. If you if you figure out a way, Steve, I'll try to get you hooked up. But awesome. uh, but you know, it's it's there's there's just like all kinds of good stuff in the works. So in answer to your question, we want to do rock sugar for as long as people want it to. Do That's that is great. Are there are there any cuts, any songs that you guys are like, man? We I wish we could smash this in here that didn't make this album. Yeah, you know there were many because I'm not like uh, Chucky. Really got stuck doing all the nuts and bolts, putting things together. I would literally go into a studio and go, dude, let's put Crazy Train together with Jesse's girl. <laughs> you know, and, and, I, and I would leave. And then he'd go and he'd, he'd find a way to do it. But there were several things that got put by the wayside. And to tell you the truth, now we're revamping and we're coming up with stuff for the second record. And we've got some stuff on there that's going to blow people's minds even more. That is it's awesome. It's amazing. You that know, is... the, things, the weird combinations that you come up with and see what goes together. You know? Well, I'm a child of the 80s. And so yeah. that's one of the things that just... it. It just grabbed me right off the bat. In fact, the last musician we had on this show was Stan Bush. Um, oh, sure, I love Stan. You got Great the guy. touch. Yeah, we had him on, and uh, and I was just like, he. I had I had Brian Austin Green on about a week before him, and uh, and I was more starstruck with Stan Bush than Brian Austin Green. I was oh, like, that's cool. you know, that's cool. just because it was so cool to have the guy on. And so when when I hear, for example, when I hear "Shook Me All Night Long." 
and and uh, and all of a sudden it goes into like a prayer. I'm like, this is just the most. I'm in heaven. How oh, you know? It's it was, just. But it's your kind of vocals. Weird thinking of Madonna hanging out with ACDC, isn't it? Yes, yes. But your <laughs> vocals, man. You've got such the great. Your pipes. You've got that '80s. Um, that rock singer pipes thing going on that's just that's just awesome. And what I love about you guys is that you're having fun with this stuff, but you're not yeah. making fun of it. No, absolutely, dude. I mean, first of all, this is a very astute comment, and second of all, it's a very accurate one. We're like huge, huge fans of this stuff. And I mean, on the one hand, we totally get the joke. We get that it's absurd to put Metallica and Journey together. We get that it's absurd to put you know Paul Abdul and Kiss together. We we understand that, and we think it's funny mm-hmm. too. But hopefully the best reaction that we get from people is they'll start listening, and I start singing this stuff, and they might laugh, and then 30 seconds later they go, wow, this is really actually really, really good. Because, oh. you know, these people are our heroes, and we knew that if we were going to do this, we had to do it as like a tribute and an homage and a way of paying honor to them as opposed to a way of making it look stupid or silly. You know, that's another good thing. It's like... As good as this idea is, if it wasn't executed well, it would just be kind of like, oh, it's a good idea, it's a shame that it sucks. So we knew we had to make it, like, you know, real, real good, because people are measuring this stuff up against people like Queen and Journey and yeah, DC, yeah. and it's like, you know, it's got to be good, dude. Well, you know? yeah, you guys, I mean, you're walking a very tight rope, that, and you're doing it so well. I mean, oh, you, this, the whole album. And I'm not just, and I'm not saying it because you're on the show. I'm saying it because the minute I heard this thing, I go to your website, I ordered the CD, and I began to tell everyone I could about it. We were playing cuts wow. of you guys on my radio show, uh, the Big Honkin' Show. I mean, the week after I got the, I mean, the, the Saturday after I got the CD, we're coming in and out to Rock Sugar, and we're oh, talking about it. I mean, we just, I, it's just so much fun. And what I find myself doing is generally rocking out, genuinely rocking out uh, cool, to, to these songs. And so I absolutely, um, I love it. The one question that I get from all of my friends as I put the CD in and let them hear yeah. is. How much did it cost these guys to do this? I mean, did you guys have a hard time getting all the rights to all these things to be able to produce an album and, and, and make money off of it? Well, it, you know, I'd be lying to you if I said it was easy, man. It's like uh, it was a very, very, very time-consuming and very, very difficult and a lot of paperwork and a lot of, you know, nights on the on the web and sending in requests and doing all kinds of stuff. But we tried really hard to do everything by the book, and we went through all these uh, publishing houses and publishing companies. And then answer your question, it took a lot of time, and yes, it cost a lot of money. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the record, uh, we have to put it this way, you know, when you, when you cover a song on a record, mm-hmm. right, um, you know, you have to pay a certain amount of money. So if a band has an, an original album, they cover one song, a little portion of what they make for that album goes to the publisher. Well, we did that 34 times, because even though there's yeah. 13 songs on our record, we have to pay each and every one of those songs as an individual song. Even ones we just use a guitar riff from, yep. we have to pay for it. Yeah. So we're literally paying 34 times what most fans pay for the publishing, but we don't really care, man. We're doing it because we love this stuff, and we wanted to make this, as you said, the most fun. I mean, you know, one of the biggest compliments that we've gotten is that this is the most fun party album anybody's ever oh had. Oh, my gosh. You know, because, yeah, that's a great yeah, if, if you put it on for people who don't know it, it's like half the fun is just watching their faces. Yes, you know? yes. That's what, I, that's what I'll do. I'll keep finding people that aren't familiar, and I'm like, listen to this. And I'll be honest with you, I had a guy tell me, he's like, I'm going to have to download this. you know. And I'm like, it's not available for download. You need to go to their website and buy it. Um, oh, yeah, because because the thing is, I'm like they're just this is a band. They're obviously you know trying to get their feet wet. They're obviously trying to get going. At this point, you know, I was just like, I, I don't know. I've become this rock sugar cheerleader, man. It's well, crazy. Thanks, much, <laughs> it's Without crazy. Without the pom poms, the pom poms at home. Dude. Well, yeah, it's it's a big. I'm a big fat rock sugar cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> what? Thanks, dude. What is a live show like with you guys? 
Well, the live show, man, we're doing our first one on uh, Friday. No, yeah, Friday we're doing a little acoustic thing. Mm-hmm. Then Saturday night we're playing Elgin, Illinois at Melodic Rock Fest, which is a place called the Roadhouse in Elgin, and we're there with like Danger Danger and Winger and a bunch of other really cool bands and Y&T. Um, we're playing that, and then Sunday we're playing Memphis in May. The live show is basically like the record on steroids. Because, oh. You know, when you're listening to the record, it, you know, you're, you're listening to it, but when you're seeing it live, you get the whole sensory thing because there's a whole lot of hair, there's a whole lot yes. of guitars flying around and people jumping off drum risers, and, you know, it, it, it's the whole extravaganza, and I'm pleased to say that the band sounds easily as good live as it does on the uh, that, I just I hope I'm able to get around as you guys book some more shows. I hope I'm able to get to see you guys because... I would just love to feel the energy of there. Just some there are moments built in the song for the crowd to go nuts, and, and a lot of oh, these absolutely. songs they're just moments that are built in where you just know the crowd's going to go nuts here, and we're going to let them. Absolutely, so. no, you're right. You're right. We tried to design it to make sure that everybody that comes has the best time they can possibly have at a rock show. But I always say that this is the perfect band in the world for if you have ADD because every 45 seconds it becomes yes, a different song. Yes, that's true. That's so good. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've got a I've got a huge listener base that is that is all about the TV and the cartoons and that sort of thing, and they would shoot me if I didn't get one or two things in about Animaniacs real quick. Oh, that's very sweet. Um, number one, you were the voice of Wacko Warner. Yes, I was. And uh, this that cartoon was really a game-changing cartoon back in the 90s. Uh, yes, as, it, was. it was so smart. It was so snappy. And as a high school kid, I was watching it and laughing my butt off at stuff. And, uh, and I even went out as a high school kid and would buy the Animaniac CDs of, of the different music and stuff. What Did you realize as you were doing this voice work for this little British-sounding character just how yeah. big a deal it was to be a part of this thing? Well, I knew right away when we, you know, when I auditioned for it, and it was like, you know, Steven Spielberg was involved because he was the executive producer mm-hmm. of the show. I knew it was going to be a big thing, you know, and it was my first big cartoon. You know, I've been lucky because I've had a lot since then, but that was my first big one. And you know, I showed up my first day at work, and I'm working alongside some of the greats of the voiceover business. But I was like, oh, he's seemed like nice people to me, man. And I, you know, <laughs> it's good because if I'd been an aficionado of that stuff, I probably would have been really intimidated. As it was, I was just really excited. But we all knew. You know, the whole time we were doing that, just like with the Rock Sugar thing, actually, you know, you know, you know, you go through your life doing a lot of things, but you know when you're doing something that's really, really good. You know, yeah. and and, it, and we would constantly look at each other and go, well, you know, it ain't going to get a whole lot better than this. I mean, it might get as good as this again, but, it, you know, those people in that, you know, Animaniacs had an orchestra that yeah. played the music on every episode, and the writers were incredible, and it won all those Emmys and Peabody Awards and stuff, and it's like, you know, you know when you're doing something great, so I was really honored to be a part of that. Was it a situation where you found yourself in a booth alone most of the time, or did you get to do the um, the ensemble thing where you would actually be working face-to-face with other voice actors? No, on that show, it was always, it was always a full cast. Oh, wow. Never, I bet that yeah, was I mean, just a blast then. Oh, yeah, it was insane. And, I mean, you know, everybody was really quick-witted and funny, and there was a lot of stuff that didn't make it to air that was really, really funny, dude, believe me when I tell you. And, uh, you know, these days, a lot of cartoons, you do go in by yourself. I mean, I, I worked all this afternoon for four hours on a movie by myself, but it's like, you know, there's something special about it, especially with a cast and a show that good, everybody yeah. being together. It was pretty great, bro. That's cool. What would yeah. Wacko have to say about Rock Sugar nowadays? Oh, he just say I'm a big fan because he rocks, you know. <laughs> nice. He'd say hello, rock sugar. You know, he would love it. <laughs> well, Jesse Harnell, thanks so much for for taking the time to talk with us today. I know you've got some other interviews and stuff you've got to get to, and uh, and uh, we are we are promoting this thing. the The band is Rock Sugar. the The website is RockSugarBand.com. They're on Facebook. They're on MySpace. They're on Twitter. So we're you, on everything. We're on everything except your front yard. We're working on that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Jesse, thanks so much for being with us today. I appreciate appreciate you coming on. 
hey, listen, Steve, I just want to take a quick second, man, and thank you for all your support. You sound like such a great guy. We really, really appreciate that. And to all your listeners out there, please check us out at rocksugarband.com. Go to YouTube and check out the videos, and go to uh, Facebook and put in Rock Sugar Band and join us, not as a fan, but as a friend. Uh, we try to do a lot of cool things with our people, and uh, we'd, we'd love to meet everybody who's listening to you right now, so I hope you all check us out. All right. Thanks a lot, Jesse. Dude, Steve, you're awesome, man. Let us know if you ever need anything again, and we'll talk soon. All right, man. Thanks a lot. See you. Thanks, pal. And that's going to wrap it up for this special edition of Geek Out Loud. Don't forget, it's rocksugarband.com. You can head there. You can uh, purchase the CD. You can find these guys on Facebook. If you still have a MySpace, they're there. The Twitter, they're all over the place. And let me tell you something. As a child of the 80s and as a huge fan of, uh, of rock music, I can't endorse these guys enough. Once again, thanks so much to Jesse Harnell for coming on. Thank you for being a part of the greatest podcast listening audience in the universe. And we'll see you next time on Geek Out Loud. Everyone's